Good morning, faithful listener. You are listening to the Bible Explained podcast, where the Bible gets explained. So grab your cup of coffee and stay tuned as we read through the book of Deuteronomy. Hello there, faithful listeners. Thank you for tuning in and for sharing a cup of coffee or a cup of tea with me this morning. I'm actually drinking tea this morning, which is kind of rare for me. I'm drinking a tea that um, one of the listeners of the podcast gave me. Her name is Tammy. I had a a pretty bad review of the tea earlier on, but I'm kind of growing to like it. (laughs) It's like a jasmine green tea. It's just kind of like a, it's, it's very like, mild. It's very mild. Sometimes I found myself, especially when it comes to tea, that some teas are just too bitter or too too pungent at times for me to drink. And I am growing to like this jasmine green tea that Tammy gave me. So thank you, Tammy, for your contribution to uh, my tea pantry. Uh, let's go ahead and read Deuteronomy chapter 28 today. Let me know what you're drinking this morning, whether you're drinking coffee or tea, what flavor of coffee and tea. But guys, go over to the Facebook page because I just put a giveaway up yesterday. It's a small giveaway, but it's going to be for several people. And it's a very simple thing you can do. You just have to go over to Facebook and answer the question, basically. And if I choose your response to the question, then I will send you the free gift. So that's over on Facebook. So check that out. That is linked in the description of this podcast episode. Let's go ahead and read Deuteronomy chapter 28 today. And Deuteronomy 28 is kind of um, kind of jarring. The entire chapter is a, a pretty jarring chapter. You're going to know what I mean pretty soon here. We are going to spend a few days, actually, in Deuteronomy chapter 28. I think we're going to spend three or four days in this in this chapter because there is so much in here, so much. So, yeah, I'm going to be reading Deuteronomy 28, 1 through 14 today. Let's go ahead and enjoy this together. I'm going to be reading out of the W.E.B. version as usual. It shall happen if you shall listen diligently to Yahweh or God's voice to observe to do all his commandments, which I command you today that Yahweh your God will set you high above all the nations of the earth. All these blessings will come upon you and overtake you if you listen to Yahweh your God's voice. You shall be blessed in the city. You shall be blessed in the field. You shall be blessed in the fruit of your body, the fruit of your ground, the fruit of your animals, the increase of your livestock and the young of your flock. Your basket and your kneading trough shall be blessed. You shall be blessed when you come in. You shall be blessed when you go out. Yahweh will cause your enemies to rise up against you, to be struck before you. They will come out against you one way and will flee before you seven ways. Yahweh will command the blessing on you in your barns and in all that you put your hand to. He will bless you in the land which Yahweh your God gives you. Yahweh will establish you for a holy people to himself as he has sworn to you. If you shall keep the commandments of Yahweh your God and walk in his ways. All the peoples of the earth shall see that you are called by Yahweh's name, and they will be afraid of you. Yahweh will grant you abundant prosperity in the fruit of your body, in the fruit of your livestock, and in the fruit of your ground, in the land which Yahweh swore to your fathers to give you. Yahweh will open to you the good treasure in the sky to give you the rain of your land in its season, and to bless all the work of your hand. You will lend to many nations. You will not borrow." 
Yahweh will make you the head and not the tail. You will be above only, and you will not be beneath. If you listen to the commandments Yahweh your God commands you today to observe and to do, you shall not turn away from any of the words which I command you today, to the right hand or to the left, to go after other gods to serve them. This entire portion we read today is just so peaceful, isn't it? It's so beautiful, so wonderful, like looking at all these blessings. And what I find really ironic is that in today's culture of Western society, everybody's kind of looking for this paradise, but they're looking in all the wrong places where all a person would have to do if they want to achieve paradise is to go to Deuteronomy 28, read this and start following God's laws. I mean, come on, this entire portion we read today is about as close as you can get to paradise on earth, if you think about it. I mean, look at, even look at verse two here. All these blessings will come upon you and overtake you if you listen to Yahweh or God's voice. I mean, that word overtake is a very strong word. It's almost as if a person wouldn't be able to get away from these blessings. Now, I don't think that this is talking directly to the individual person. I think this is talking to the nation of Israel as a whole. The, the Israelites wouldn't be able to get away from these blessings, not that they would want to, but it's almost as if their cup would overflow with blessings. They'd have so many blessings if they only just listened to what Yahweh said to do. The, so this was kind of a question I had when I was reading this. Would, would God do this for a nation nowadays? And I believe, yes, I do believe, yes, he would bless a nation. We've seen that happen, not just with Israel, but Nations who start following God, I mean, if you even just look at America, that's a prime example. America started out as a nation of religious freedom for Christians to come and practice worshiping God. It was a Christian nation. It was founded on Christian principles for the most part. There is some debate there. But for the most part, America started out as a Christian nation. And America was, in fact, blessed. Like, no matter how you look at it, America rose to one of the greatest, you know, powers in the entire world. Now we can see the degradation of society beginning to happen where people are getting further and further away from scripture. And now, of course, we see the kind of problems that this is causing. When a nation turns its back on God, God will lift his hand of blessing away from that nation, which we are going to discuss a lot more in detail in the next few days, because after the blessings here that we just read today, there's a whole lot of cursings. There's a whole lot of problems when God lifts his hand of blessing away from a nation and kind of just lets the nation do its own thing. You can see the problems that just begin to arise when that happens, because obviously God is so powerful he is able to protect an entire nation of people that follow him. But getting back to my original point, I do believe that collectively as a whole, God will protect and bless a nation even nowadays, even though this is the Old Testament, this still shows God's heart, right, towards, towards nations. And it does say elsewhere in scripture that God sets kings up, he takes them down. You know, he is actually the one that is in charge of all of the nations. So I do believe that God will and does, in fact, bless nations that collectively as a whole follow him. And I think also he takes his hand of blessing away from nations that don't do this. And then that's when we see a whole lot of issues begin to arise in nations as they get further from Christianity. 
But anyway, verse two, the blessings will come upon you. They will overtake you if, notice the if, if you listen to Yahweh or God's voice. You shall be blessed in the city. You shall be blessed in the field. A lot of people think of cities as being kind of like hubs for crime. At least that's how I view them. And no offense to anybody that lives in a city. You may love your city. I've been to actually quite a lot of cities in America. And um, I've, I kind of like some of them. Seattle was kind of cool. Regardless, cities are typically less safe than living out in the country. But God says that no matter where you live, you will be blessed if you live in the city. You will be blessed if you live in the field. There's not going to be any difference. You can go live wherever you want, God is saying, and still blessings are going to be heaped on you if you listen to Yahweh or God's voice. You shall be blessed in the fruit of your body, the fruit of your ground, the fruit of your animals, the increase of your livestock, and the young of your flock. This is all old English. Basically, what is being said here is that the nation of Israel is going to be blessed with children. They're going to be blessed with good crops. They're going to be blessed with lots of animals, lots of livestock, lots of flocks. And then in verse five, your basket and your kneading trough shall be blessed. So there's going to be food in the pantry. You're always going to have fresh bread. You shall be blessed when you come in. You shall be blessed when you go out. I have a doormat that says that. (laughs) It's pretty cute, actually. Yahweh will cause your enemies to rise up against you to be struck before you. They will come out against you one way and will flee before you seven ways. So so the nation of Israel, if they follow God, other nations are going to be scared because they're going to know that God is on their side. That's another thing we see happen, actually, when we when a nation turns their back against God. Other nations are no longer afraid of that nation. When a nation turns its back against God, a lot of times that is when they begin to get invaded by other nations, unfortunately. But we'll talk about all that later. But if a nation was blessed, if God's hand was on that nation, these enemies would come out against the nation, but they would flee seven different ways. They would all be fleeing for their lives and realizing what a stupid thing it was to try to go up against that nation. This reminds me actually of the account in Second Chronicles with King Asa. Asa was a good king. He started out as a very good king who loved God, who got rid of all the idolatry of Israel. And the land was at peace for 10 whole years while Asa was king. But eventually, an Ethiopian army arose up against Israel thinking that they could overtake Israel because they had a half million more soldiers than Israel actually had. But Asa prayed this prayer to God, this very humble prayer saying, God, we can't defeat these Cushites, these Ethiopians, but you can. So please do it for us. And God did it. And not one soldier ended up surviving. I actually talked about that very story on my YouTube video that I just came out with. You can check that out in the link in the bio. But anyway, um, it says, Yahweh will command the blessing on your barns and in all that you put your hand to. So basically, people are going to have success when they go to work. They're going to be successful. Now, of course, once again, this is talking about the nation of Israel as a whole, because there's always going to be sinful people in a nation, right? There's always going to be sinful people. There's always going to be somebody that's not doing the right thing. 
There's always going to be sin nature. So I'm not saying that if you go follow God right now, that he is going to directly bless you with monetary stuff or with any one of these things. This is talking about Israel as a whole in general. The entire land of Israel would be successful, but even God himself in Deuteronomy, I believe, maybe it was numbers, he said that the poor will always be among you. And the reason he said that was because the sin nature is always going to be around. People are always going to go do their own thing at times. But in general, if the entire nation does their best to follow God and follow the laws, then these blessings would come on Israel. I think the most important verse here, though, is actually verse nine. Yahweh will establish for you a holy people to himself as he has sworn to you, if you shall keep the commandments of Yahweh your God and walk in his ways. That's why the people are going to have success is because God himself established the Israelites as a holy people to himself. So it's like God's own special possession. And of course, God is going to take care of his special possession, his special children. All the peoples of the earth shall see that you are called by Yahweh's name and they will be afraid of you. This is another way that the nations surrounding Israel how they would be blessed because they would see God's hand of blessing on Israel. And they would be like, what are the Israelites doing that they have so much success over there? Like, how are they increasing so much? Like, what are they doing over there that they are finding such success? And that is how the Israelites would bless the whole world because the world would be looking to the Israelites as an example. And then they would start potentially believing in Yahweh themselves. Then here in verse uh, 11, Yahweh will grant you abundant prosperity in the fruit of your body, the fruit of your livestock, the fruit of your ground, which the land which Yahweh swore to the fathers to give you. That's kind of a repeat of the verse we just talked about where God is basically going to increase the people, increase their harvests, increase their uh, livestock. Yahweh will open his good treasure in the sky, give you the rain of your land in its season. It's kind of poetic. It's almost like a little poem of God, you know, controlling the weather, opening up the skies and giving you the rain. <laughs> and then uh, the rain would be good. You know, it would bless the land in its season is what it says. So it wouldn't be out of season. You know, the rain wouldn't happen when it's a bad time to rain, basically. And God would bless the work of your hand. You will lend to many nations you will not borrow. Yahweh will make you the head, not the tail. You will be above only. You will not be beneath. And then here it is again. If you listen to the commandments of Yahweh your God, which I command you today to observe and to do. You shall not turn away from any of the words which I command you today to the right hand or to the left to go after other gods to serve them. So if only people would just follow God, honestly, it's not that difficult of a concept. And God has proven so many times throughout the years, historically, that he blesses nations that worship him. He blesses those nations and he takes his hand of blessing off of nations that refuse to do that and teach other people to hate God. God will take his hand of blessing off those people. And everybody's like, we want paradise here on earth. Let's try to find it through, you know, socialism or communism or this new ideology or that new ideology. But this here in Deuteronomy 28 is how a nation achieves success, how a nation achieves 
prosperity. This is as close as you can get to paradise on earth. It's as close as you can get without being in the real paradise that's beyond earth after we die. This is as close as you're going to get. But people don't get it. They don't want to get it. They don't want to believe in God. They want to be in rebellion against God and not just be in rebellion against God, but force and badger others who don't hold the same beliefs to do the same things that they are doing and to affirm the same things that they're doing. And then to persecute those people who refuse to do that. That's what the world wants to do. But if only America, if only Western culture would turn from their sins and begin worshiping God again, can you imagine the blessings that would basically be heaped on that nation? But it starts with you and me. It starts with you and me. We have to turn away from our sins. We gotta follow God. We gotta follow Jesus. That's the only possible way we are going to achieve lasting success as a nation. Guys, thank you for tuning in to today's episode. If you liked it, if you think this episode will help somebody, then please share it. Uh, spread the message that the Bible Explained podcast exists. And also go over to Apple Podcasts and write a review and rate the episode five stars because that's another great way that people will find the podcast as well. So there's a number of things you can do if you would like to support the podcast. But guys, uh, don't forget about the giveaway. Go over to Facebook, check that out, and participate in it if you would like a chance to win the gift. Faithful listeners, I will see you all on Monday. I hope you have a fantastic Easter weekend. Happy listening and God bless. Oh,